Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The information and opinions you hear on the Dell Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Dell Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Dell Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Dell Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Dell Wamsley. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Dell Wamsley. And as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Uh, let's talk about that word for a second, financial freedom. I'm actually, there's two words. Let's talk about the word freedom. Uh, to be free from is usage. What are we being free from? What does financial freedom mean? What is to be free from what? And... You could come up with many answers, right? You could come up with free from the fear of not being able to financially survive. You could come up with being free from the need to get up and go to work every day, right? Um, you could be free from the requirement to pay taxes. You could be free from whatever fear you have in life that money could tackle and take care of. You could have free to have time to spend with your family, your friends, your hobbies, your health, your fitness, and so forth. But you're free from something. So financial freedom is something I talk about all the time. Now you say, well, Dell, I thought you were talking about real estate investing. No, I do real estate investing. I talk about real estate investing some of the time. And uh, I teach real estate investing all the time. Actually, I don't teach it because I don't work. I have a company who teaches, and I have mentors that are people that we have taught in the past. They've used the tools, and they've become financially free to where they don't need to get up and go to work anymore. They have income coming in from their real estate. Hence, I come back and say, okay, I helped retire you between two and five years coming into the program. Now I'd like you to help the program out by coming back and mentoring the next group of people that are coming through the program. And I've been doing that for 30 years. But I retired 
two and a half years after I started investing in real estate, after buying over 100 houses, uh, independent single-family type homes, which could be duplexes, fourplexes, and single-family houses, all are considered single-family houses. But they're all managed and owned and operated and financed pretty much the same way. So over the last couple of days, we've had an individual that has been perplexed and the individual's perplexed because he's been trying to get me to to agree that what he is doing is good. And he keeps asking me, what about what I'm doing is good? And what could I do better? And so on and so forth. And what the gentleman is doing is something called wholesaling and flipping, although I don't think he's actually to the point where he's flipping yet. I think he's just wholesaling. And... Now, he sent me an email. The last email was, it came out something like this, I paraphrase. Uh, Dell, uh, don't you tell your members to work with wholesalers? Uh, I'm one of those people that find those deals and bring them to your members as a wholesaler. Don't you think that's a good thing? And, and again, that's paraphrase. It's not the exact words, but it's meaning is there. And I didn't write him back because... It, after I've had like five emails with the guy, and it's just not going in. It's, it's not sinking into the guy. So, But I do want to answer the question. He'll pick it up off the podcast, I'm sure. But I do want to answer the question because it really started me thinking that people don't really understand that the something-for-nothing midnight madness real estate gurus on TV are not really talk, are not really teaching real estate investing. I'll give you an example. There's a guy right now that is an ex-employee of mine who was a wholesaler and a flipper for 30 years. 30 years later, he still hadn't really been a real estate investor. He had bought stuff, and he had made a little money here and lost a little money there, and he bought some stuff and sold some stuff. And I think ultimately 30 years later, he owns like seven or eight or 10, I think maybe even 11 houses or so. But He's not really a real estate investor, yet he calls himself a real estate mentor. And I saw somebody sent me his video of his training program the other day, and he had two people on. Both of them were Lifestyles members. One of them was a passive investor. The other was a lead investor. And both of them admitted they had learned how to do what they did. They had no idea how to do it until they got into a training program. Hence, not his training program, my training program. And he didn't, even when he worked here, train people, he was actually just a radio announcer. So it, it's a situation where it was embarrassing because they even called my name out when they're talking to him. That's <laughs> kind of strange. Uh, but by habit, because he wasn't their mentor, my group of people were. Now, why do I bring that point up? Because for 30 years, I had conflict with this gentleman about issues. And the issue was, we will not teach wholesaling. And he wanted to teach wholesaling because in his brain, in his personality type, wholesaling was important. In my brain, wholesaling was a waste. And then I realized, I fought with this guy for 30 years, so this guy's sending me emails, I'm going to fight with him for another 30 years. It's not worth it. But it is worth it for me to take the time to save you from the fact that 30 years later, this guy still isn't a real estate investor. He still isn't rich and retired. He should have been. He, he got paid millions of dollars working for me. That money should have gone to investments. He should be retired. But he's not. And it's because of the approach to doing real estate. 
And there's lots of things people call doing real estate investing, right? There's lots of them out there. And I just wanted today to kind of clear up one of the facets of real estate investing that I don't teach. You go, well, Dale, why do you even bother if you don't teach it to spend the time on your radio show? Because people don't understand that it's not really real estate investing. What are we talking about? We're talking about wholesaling. What is wholesaling? Wholesaling is where you go out and try to find somebody that is a distressed seller and you try to lock up a contract with them to buy the property. You either don't have any money or don't want to spend any of your money or don't have any credit and don't, or won't use your credit, whatever it is, don't really want to be a real estate investor. You want to be a buyer and a seller. And really, you're just a slick salesman. You're selling the person on giving you the property for next to nothing, uh, for less than what it's worth, and then you're selling it to somebody else to believe that they're buying it for less than what it's worth, when really many times wholesalers are selling people properties at a price that they really shouldn't even pay. And by the way, for the individual that did send me the email, he said, that, you know, didn't you say to work with wholesalers? No, actually, I said I wouldn't work with a wholesaler unless I had been an experienced investor for a long time, because wholesalers are not that smart, and what happens is they misrepresent the value of properties in many cases. They don't know what is a good deal or a bad deal because they've never even done a deal. They're not even a real estate investor themselves. Now, I'm going to caveat that a little bit later in the show with the fact that there are some wholesalers that do it as a business, and they make good money doing that, but it's a big, full-grown business, and they've been doing it for many, many years. Uh, but that in itself is not real estate investing, and nor do they benefit from any of the benefits of real estate investing. They simply have a business. It's a job. So I have a consulting business. That is a business. We make money. Memberships are bought. People are paid to work. And profits are made. And I own the company, so I make profits. That's a business, okay? But don't mistake that with the six apartment complexes that I own. Right? Don't get those two mixed up because they're not the same thing. Right? I also own four real estate sales companies, one in Houston, one in Dallas, one in San Antonio and Fort Worth or San Antonio and Austin, and one in Phoenix. Those are businesses. We help people buy and sell real estate. Those companies make commissions and the profits from those, you know, all the agents and brokers are paid. And if there's any profit, then I get the profit from the companies. Those are businesses. Now, note, I don't teach and I don't mentor in my seminar business and I don't buy and I don't sell real estate in my real estate companies. These are businesses that I own. Are you with me? But those businesses don't benefit from the same benefits that real estate does. And so the apartment complexes that I own, they benefit from that owner. I benefit in real estate type benefits from those investments. So they're different. That's the first thing you gotta understand is that going out there and wholesaling is a business and it is not real estate investing. Uh, I laugh all the time saying that it's what people would like to call outvesting, not investing. In other words, they're spending time and effort and money to earn money. That is not investing. That is outvesting. We'll be right back with the Dell Walmsley Radio Show.
Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Talk 13-7, the right choice. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today I'm talking about why wholesaling isn't really real estate investing and why it doesn't come in even close to the type of benefits. Now, I pulled up a thing. I always like to go to the Internet and look for other co- collaborating, corrobor- corroborating, I think I pronounced it right, uh, information that uh, parallels with what I have to say, or maybe doesn't in that case, which makes for good fodder anyway. But uh, I pulled up an article that says the top five reasons you shouldn't wholesale properties. Now, I have to tell you, when I read this, the five reasons they have, their top five reasons are none of my top five reasons. I have top five reasons. They have top five reasons. That gives us top 10 reasons why you shouldn't wholesale. Uh, It's interesting, but I'm going to start with theirs first because theirs are, are a little more interesting than mine. Mine are more specific and theirs are more in general. So let's talk about the number one reason why they say you shouldn't wholesale, and that is it's not an overnight marvel. In other words, here's the problem with wholesaling in general and, and real estate investing in general. You find yourself two different types of people in real estate investing. You find people have money and credit. They're looking for better places to deploy their money and credit uh, to, do, to create a better life quality of life, financial position in life, and so forth. So what they're doing is they're, they're already financially successful to some level, and they're trying to improve that. Those people fit very well into my type of real estate training, which is buy, rent, hold, increase value, and then 1031 exchange into a larger or more volumized type property. Um, then there's the other side. There are people that are flat broke or who have bad credit, or who have personality problems. And these types of people like wholesaling. Now, why why would you say that, Dell? That sounds so mean. Well, first of all, people that don't have money are looking for a way to get rich, find wholesaling uh, to be a a great sales pitch, is that you can do this with none of your own money and none of your own credit. Now, can you? The answer is, I know how to do it that way, but I've got wherewithal. And if I make a mistake, that mistake, which might cost five or $10,000 worth of mistake, won't hurt me. So wholesaling and flipping and doing that stuff for people that have money, it's really not even a problem. But it's interesting, that's not who does it. The people who could actually do it and get away with it could afford to take the risk. Because remember, when you buy low and sell high, you're in the same risky situation you are when you do any other commodity type of purchase. And 
being someone that's financially successful can afford to do this because if they make a mistake, they can live through the mistake. But poor people can't afford to take that hickey. And what this is saying is it's not an overnight marvel. In other words, you don't learn this stuff overnight. You have to learn the marketplace. You have to learn what a deal is. You have to learn how to locate the deals. Then you've got to go out and spend a lot of money to set up your locating system. And then you've got to set up a buyer's system. You have to have a, a group of people. I'm sorry. Yeah, a buyer system. You have to set up a bunch of people to sell the properties to, the contracts that you set up to. So it's not something that happens overnight. So I've seen people go into wholesaling. They spend six months to a year to get set up, and by then they're broke. Well, they're already broke. And especially when they think it's their job. And I say, you know, personality-wise, it's not a marvel. Think of the kind of people that don't like jobs. They're independent they're disorganized. They don't like people to tell them what to do. They're not good people people. And what do they do? They go out there and they get themselves a job where there's no one telling them what to do. What happens when you take an unorganized person that doesn't like to work and make himself employed? You fry him. That's what happens. And I've seen it happen over and over and over again. The people that are the least disciplined people in the world are the people that end up doing, going into wholesaling and end up being broke. 30 years after doing wholesaling, you could still be needing a job. You could still be needing to find a way to earn a living because wholesaling won't get you there. It's not an overnight marvel. It doesn't work quickly. The next one is legal stuff. Whew, I don't know how many people, wholesalers especially, that have no idea what the law is when it comes to real estate. And they make all kinds of legal errors. I mean, they get sued left and right because they don't know what they're doing. And why is that? Because what they do is they go look for a cheap training program. They look for, you know, some type of bunch of YouTube videos or Dave Dovdada, Robert Allen, Jeff McCone, Tommy Vu, Miles, Ronda Grant, Carl Sheet, Robert Kiyosaki, Donald Trump, and I can go on and on and on where they go take these little Midnight Madness courses, get just enough information to be dangerous. Every time I do a real estate transaction, I've got an attorney involved. I've got real estate brokers who work for me, who know how to legally do things correctly and stay on the right path. And then I have real estate attorneys that help me do all my transactions. So the transaction, but these guys don't have those things. They don't know those people in their team. And so what happens is they get messed up in legal stuff all the time. I can't tell you the number of wholesalers that I've talked to that it ruined their life because they did one, maybe, or two bad deals that just got them so upside down and silly, both financially and or in legal situations, that it wiped them out for the rest of their life. Number three. You might encounter paperwork and other issues. I guess that parallels to what we're saying on the other one. But the bottom line is, is that there's a whole lot of paperwork you need to know how to do to be a real estate investor. And what they do is they give these people these like one-page contracts. When you come out of these training programs, here it is. This is a little wholesale contract. Where I'm going to tie this property up with this little piece of paper. And the paper's not worth the toilet paper it's written on, quite honestly, because of the way they don't understand the law and the paperwork involved in real estate. Everything has to be in writing to be legal, and it has to be written correctly to be effective. And if you don't know how to do that, then the paperwork could possibly take you down. The next thing we'll cover here is it may not match your personality style. 
What type of personality does it take? Well, I've talked to you a million times before about the inborn, inbred salesperson. Um, I talked to you about the what I was taught as a salesman by a salesman. He said, you got to get up every day and you got to, when you walk, get out of bed in the morning, you got to put on that fake smile, stick that hand out and go, and think about Johnny Carson for 30 years coming out from behind the curtain. After every miserable thing that happened in 10 divorces in his life and just having terrible days, every day here and there every day he has to come out with that smile on his face do you have that personality to go out there and fight every single day to talk to people that don't want to talk to you and try to convince them to sell you their real estate do you have that kind of pushy personality that gets under other people's skin that just just push and push and push and push and push have you ever been to a store where there's a pushy salesman to go oh i like that for you yes oh no you don't like that one okay this one's good yo don't change the, oh, you don't like that one either okay oh, this i'll give this one this one looks really good for you try this one da, 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 da. and by the time you're done you just nauseate you want to get away can you do that do you have that personality to be that person i can't there's no way when I get off the radio, you can turn the volume down because I'm done. <laughs> I do this I do this as a way to help other people. And I get on stage and I perform. But when I get off stage, man, I couldn't stand myself if I had to be on, on spot. On the spot. No, that's not the way to say it. I had to be on all the time. And that's what you have to be to be a salesman. And wholesaler is nothing more than a seller. He's selling people to give up their properties for less than what they're worth. He's selling people to buy them for more than what he paid for them. That's all it is. And if you don't have that personality, you're not going to do well. We'll be right back with the Dell Wobbly Radio Show. Really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Talk 1370, the right choice.
Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're talking about 10 different reasons, five of which I got off the internet and just already covered, and five more reasons I'm going to share with you today why wholesaling is not the way to go and why, in my mind, it's not even real estate investing. It's really just, it's a, it's a job. You get up and you go to work every day and you find deals and you sell deals, you buy deals, you find, you find deals, you buy deals, and then you find buyers to buy the deals from you and you sell them to deals, and then you make a little bit of money, and then you live off that money. So first of all, let's talk about does it make you rich? Well, wholesaling can earn you anywhere from five to $10,000 a deal, and uh, let's say you make a hundred grand a year. Um, that means to be able to equal the same amount of money, you'd have to do uh, $10,000 $10, deals or $25,000 deals. We realize, let's just take the average of that, you're going to have to do between 10 and 20 deals. You're going to have to do 15 deals. That's more than one deal a month. That means you're out there hustling every single month trying to make something happen. Now, in real estate investing, what happens is we buy a property and we make X number, 200 400 $500 a month positive cash flow. And then we go out and hustle again next month and we buy another property and we make 200 $300, $400, $500 a month positive cash flow. And each month we hustle. By the time you get to the end of the year and we've hustled those same 15 deals, we now have 15 times, let's say, $400. Um, we've got 4000 and half again, that's 6000 We've got $6,000 a month cash flow coming in, which is six times 12 is $72,000 a year, even if we don't get out of bed the next month. You don't have that. You have to get up and keep going and keep going and keep going, and you've got to work hard at it, right? Uh, eventually, what happens with real estate investing is that you get to the point where you have enough cash flow that actually replaces your earned income. And if you want to quit your job, you can quit your job because you now have that guaranteed income in. You quit wholesaling and you have nothing. You're back to zero. It's a job, right? So you never really ever get ahead at all in wholesaling. It's simply a job. Uh, by the way, wholesaling is very difficult. Now I could pull out 5, 10, 15 articles for you in no time at all about people saying that the margins on real estate transactions has gone way down because the types of investors like we are, we get right to the deals now and we're buying them up and there are professional wholesale companies out there that have cash sitting in their pocket waiting to buy and they're willing to pay more per deal than most wholesalers were able to get uh, for their deals so there's no margin left for the wholesalers and a lot of wholesalers are going out of business right now and what you'll find is when wholesalers go out of business can't make any money, they'll start seminar guru courses. There are thousands of seminar guru courses all over the country uh, because every guy who's ever tried to be a wholesaler and couldn't make it work for them ends up starting a course because they can make a lot more money. If they're good hustlers and good salesmen, and most wholesalers are good salespeople, uh, they can get out there and hustle some memberships pretty good. So um, they change businesses, what it basically comes down to, because there's not as much money to be made in wholesaling as there is in educational packaging. All right, next thing, taxes. When we earn rental income, it is covered by depreciation. So our income is quite a bit less. Now, why do I say that? When you are a wholesaler, that is a job, that is a business. So you have to pay your income taxes plus Social Security and Medicare. Because you're self-employed, you pay both sides of Social Security and Medicare. So if you're bad, uh, you're going to pay 15% income taxes plus 15% Social Security and Medicare. You're paying 30% tax on that income. Uh, next, 
on the other hand, is most people that are that type of wholesalers are so uneducated, unsophisticated, stupid when it comes to taxes that they don't pay their taxes. Many of them don't even file tax returns, and they don't pay the taxes they owe. They owe the taxes just as if this was earned income, right? Now, let's say you're good at it. Well, if you're good at it, think about what that means. That means you could pay as much as 40% income taxes, 15% Social Security taxes, Social Security and Medicare taxes, which would bring you from 40 up to 50. Because in my businesses where we make a lot of money, we, we're paying 40% taxes. So just it's there, believe it or not. So you're up there and you're paying that plus 15% Social Security. That's 52%, 55% taxes. And then if you're in a state where you pay income taxes, like California, that's another 10 or 12%. So you're paying 60, 70% of what you earn to taxes. How do you ever get ahead that way? I'm in a state like that, and I earn real estate income, and I pay no taxes at all because the depreciation covers it. Are you with me? I mean, it's not even close. Wholesaling is not real estate investing, my friends. Let's talk about capital gains. If I sell my properties and I decide to do that, I can elect to do a 1031 exchange and take the money and roll it into another property and not pay capital gains taxes on it. If you're a wholesaler, you can't do that because you're not holding them as investment properties for two years. And so you're going to pay ordinary income taxes on it. All right. Now let's talk about the real secret of being wealthy. I mean, why are the Rockefellers and other big families rich to the point of gigantic family trusts and billions of dollars? Because they never get rid of their assets. So... Let's say, and I just did a little example here. Let's say I own a million dollars worth of real estate. And that's not much in this day and age. I mean, my personal residence is worth five million bucks. But let's just talk about, you know, a little apartment complex. One of my apartment complexes is worth about $25 million, just one of them, okay? So you talk about a million dollars, which is in this day and age might be a fourplex. I don't know. It's a small deal. Um, the appreciation is 3% a year, if it were, and that's typical. That's $30,000 a year that you were earning. You're not even seeing it. It's just the value of your property going up. Now, if you have $10 million, which is, you know, not that much in this day and age, but if you have $10 million worth of real estate, that may be one apartment. It'd be a small apartment, but you might have $300,000 a year in appreciation. You did nothing for it. Forget about the cash flow. Forget that. Forget about the tax savings and tax benefits. This is just appreciation. Right Now, you'll never have appreciation if you wholesale away all your properties and get rid of everything you own. You'll never have appreciation. Now, I figured one out that's kind of interesting. You take about $40 million worth of real estate, which I think is probably pretty close to how much I have. I may have a little more than that. But at $40 million, that's $1.2 million a year earned for doing nothing. Simple appreciation over time. Now, mortgage pay down. No such thing. Our tenants are paying our mortgages off. And I think I have probably $500,000 a year in mortgage reduction. So in other words, my tenants are paying my mortgage off, and at the end of the year, I have $500,000 less debt because my tenants pay it. You don't have that in wholesaling, right? So we have cash flow. We have capital gains. We have mortgage reduction. We have rental income, and we have appreciation, and we have tax advantages. What do these guys have? The right to get up and go to work each day and hustle. Work hard, work long, and make money. 
had a guy laugh at me one time. He told me, I have a turnkey business. I said, what does that mean, turnkey business? He says, if I don't get up and turn the key each day, I have no business. Ooh, that's amazing. That's amazing. I tell a story in one of one of my ads. I think it's actually I told the story and they turned it into an ad or something. But the, the reality is, is that I got cancer and I didn't go to work for eight months. I didn't even get out, get out of the house for eight months. That particular year, I made about four million dollars. That's not a job. I mean, I didn't do anything. I couldn't do anything. I had cancer. And so when you get to the point where you are an investor, you live off your income. You don't go to work for income. I had someone call me just yesterday, in fact, said, Dell, would you come into the office and maybe do a case study? And I said, you know, I'm sorry, but no. I'm not working anymore. Do you understand that? It's not my job to do the job of the people that are working in the company. Now, I'll come back sometime. I'm not coming out during COVID, that's for sure. I'm an old dude. I'm not going to get out there and risk my life. You let the young guys go out there and take their masks off and, and do all the sales pitch stuff. Not me. I'm staying inside. I'll take my money and lock it up and stay inside. Now, that sounds greedy, doesn't it? No, it sounds intelligent because I'm a real estate investor. I am not a wholesaler. I don't have to get up and go produce something. Doesn't have to happen, right? So what you see now is there's five reasons that they gave on how hard it is to get into wholesaling. And by the way, the ones I told you, there's a caveat. There are people out there that do wholesaling as a business. I've heard they spend as much as 100000 The ones I know that are good spend $100,000 a month in advertising. They're, how are they advertising? They're doing bandit signs. Uh, they're doing uh, networking where they give, uh, I forgot what it's called, like they share profits with other people, bring them deals. Um, they also do Facebook ads, both to find the deals and or to find the buyers of the deals and so forth. And so, you know, they're out there hustling and they're spending a lot of money to build up that business to make some profit to take home on the bottom line. But they're not real estate investors. We'll be right back with the Dell Walmsley Radio Show. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Talk 1370. Welcome back. Now here's 
some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we've been discussing um, 10 reasons why you shouldn't do wholesaling um, as a technique for real estate investing. Uh, the bottom line is wholesaling really is just a job. And people wonder why I, I get so adamant about it. Um, you say, well, why, why do you care? Um, I really don't accept this. Uh, like the gentleman's been sending me emails. The, the part about the thing that's so sad is that he paid to join my course and we taught him the right thing to do. Yet in his own mind, he has to fight back. Um, this, I don't take a personal offense to it. It's just that it's so tiring to want to be a mentor, to want to help somebody and to have them come back at you time and time and time again uh, about other people's ideas that you've already figured out don't work and you've already taught in a seminar not to do and yet they keep coming back to you. My favorite question is like, uh, don't buy condos. And then one of the questions, I tell that to people right at the beginning of the seminar, don't buy condos, when we talk about the types of properties to buy. And then invariably we will get a question later on in the seminar, how do you finance a condo? And I mean, it's just, it's that type of unwillingness to learn. And people think that, that wealth is unfair. Wealth isn't unfair. People are unfair to themselves. They're either willing to listen to people they shouldn't listen to because they like that person's personality better than somebody who actually knows the right thing to do, or their personality dictates that they try to reinvent the wheel, or their financial circumstances, which are set up by their personality. And what do I mean that? If you are broke and you have bad credit, you have a personality problem. Let's think about this. A job. Have you ever heard of a thing called bad boss disease? Anytime someone complies for me and says, I had a job and my boss was terrible, I will never hire them. Because bad boss disease is contagious. And if this person can't go to work and realize the boss is the boss, shut up, do your job, and get paid, they, number one, will never be effective anywhere, and number two, couldn't even be a boss if they wanted to. Because if you can't understand that teamwork takes control, it takes authority to get things done, then you're never going to be successful. Now, I've learned to manage people without using dominant type authority other than setting the rules, saying, hey, this is the way it is, and if you don't like it, I'm not going to get mad at you. I'm just going to get rid of you. And that's, that's the beauty of being in Texas where it's an at-will state if Someone doesn't want to participate the way they should to fit in the team. You just get rid of them, right? But my point is, if you can't fit into a team, you can't go out there in the world and build a team. And you can't be wealthy without a team. Business is a team sport, folks. you got to surround yourself with good people. I would go so far as to say, I surround myself with people better than I am. In fact, it's to the point now where I have surrounded myself at the upper level with such good people, and those people now are surrounding themselves because they're smart people with people that are good. I now cannot do any of the tasks that we do at any of my companies better or, like, 
how do I say that? I can't do it the best. In other words, in any particular skill set we need, whether we need somebody to do a presentation, whether we need somebody to write something, whether we need somebody to think logically through something, we need somebody to do accounting, whether we need uh, a sales pitch, I can't do it better than anybody anymore because I've surrounded myself with people that are better than I am. And they've surrounded themselves with better people, better than themselves. And if you can't do that, then you're going to be out there on your own. And you're going to be looking to do something like wholesaling all alone, out there struggling and fighting to survive day in and day out. Now, that's sad. If you really do have empathy for people, and by the way, I don't have sympathy. I learned this a long time ago. It's a really neat thing I learned somewhere. It says, I, have, I don't have sympathy, but I have empathy. What's the difference? Empathy is saying, I understand where you're at in life. I understand your problem. Why do I have no sympathy? Sympathy means I feel the same way you feel. I don't feel the same way these people feel. Because they could fix it. Every single person out there who wanted to, who made it their life's work, could fix their financial situation. Anybody. I guarantee you. Now, let's caveat that with there's a few people maybe that are like mentally retarded or something, could not communicate, could not, uh, but they can do a lot better than they're doing. Right? Or maybe even that stretch. Let's talk about the 90 percentile, 95 percentile of people out there. 95 percent of the people that I've met in my life could be way better off than what they are. Five percent of the people seem like they're way better off than what they should be. But deep down inside, when you get to meet them, you get to know them, you'll find out they've got some personality traits, some techniques, some skills, uh, some physical practices some discipline, they've got something that brings it to the table. I remember when I was the bodybuilder. In fact, I remember my dad telling me, you know, Dell, we we're better than 80% of the people at almost everything. In other words, just because we're disciplined, just because we're hard workers, just because we have common sense, we're going to beat out 80% of the people. And I remember seeing a seminar one more time where they're talking about, I think it was Tony Robbins said, if you just show up to work, you're going to beat out 75% of the people. If you show up and do your job, you're going to beat out 80% of the people. If you show up and do your job well, you're going to beat out 90% of the people. He said, now, from 90 to 100, that last 10%, 5% of that is hustle. You're working harder than anybody else in the world, and that last 5% is talent. In other words, there are some people that are just physically and or intellectually, emotionally so talented that they're incredible. But if you go back down to the 75% and you add that 5% for talent, you've got nothing. You're still nothing. Talent is isn't the secret. It's the last 5%. So when you go out there and say, I'm going to figure out how to make my life in wholesaling, what you're saying is, man, you might even be a talented salesperson, but you're going to be selling for the rest of your life because the system isn't going to get you there. That's what you have to understand. Instead of thinking about money, you need to think about lifestyle. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. 
you for listening to the Dell Monsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Monsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.